I want to believe. A Guardian fan fiction, written by X Parrot, and read by God of Laundry Baskets. It is rated teen and up, with pairing Shun Wei and Zhao Yunlan. The first few times, Zhao Yunlan naturally assumed he was dreaming. He did a little online research, just to be sure, read up on sleep paralysis and false memory syndrome. Given his day job, he'd heard weirder anyway, and it wasn't like his subconscious didn't have a tidy little bank of trauma to call upon. Then, his roommate happened to ask, casually, where he'd been last night. Zhao Yunlan frowned at him. I was here, asleep. Da Xing frowned back, shook his head. No, you weren't. I knocked at 2 a.m., got no answer, checked, and your bed was empty. The covers were made, even. After that, Zhao Yunlan scheduled a medical exam, not with his usual physician, but Lin Jing, so he could make sure the results weren't entered into any public records, not before he saw them. What that turned up, plus the scans afterwards, meant that Zhao Yunlan wasn't as surprised as he maybe should have been when, late one night, he was driving back from a case in a farther province, alone in his jeep on an unlit country road, and the radio suddenly died the Bluetooth connection cutting out with a staticky pop. He glanced down, tapped his phone, but the screen didn't come on. A moment later, the engine suddenly sputtered to a halt, the jeep rolling to a stop as the headlights faded and dwindled to nothing, and the dashboard console flickered off. The last thing he noticed was a time on the dashboard clock, 11.21. Then it, too, went out. Zhao Yunlan sat there in the dark, clutching the steering wheel, the hairs on his arms standing up in the tingling, charged current of the blackness around him. Then, everything was washed out in a burst of brilliance from above. After that, it became, if not a nightly occurrence, then a semi-regular occurrence, sometimes from his bedroom, sometimes from hotel rooms when he was out on cases, sometimes on the way back from bars. One time he was actually in an alleyway confronting two wannabe muggers. They were so startled by the light show flashing overhead that he managed to take them both down before he got taken. Zhao Yunlan did more research. Books and movies, believe it or not, stories, and supposed works of fiction. He even tracked down a few people from message boards and tabloid articles. Some of them were willing to tell him more in person or over the phone than they'd said elsewhere. Most of his experiences matched theirs, though there were a few key differences, such as how most of them forgot most of it, except for nightmares, unexpected flashbacks sparked by random triggers, while he remembered every detail without any trouble. Of course, he'd always had a good memory— no matter how much he drank, he'd never properly blacked out. He wasn't actually drinking as much nowadays, anyway. Better things to do with his nights. There were other differences in what he remembered. One particular difference especially. One that he hadn't mentioned to almost anyone. Not the other abductees, or Lin Jing, and only in passing to Da Xing. 
who had wanted to know about the things Zhao Yunlan kept sketching whenever he happened to have a pen or pencil in hand. Da Xing didn't really believe him about any of it, but he hadn't gone and gotten him committed anyway, which Zhao Yunlan took as a sign of their friendship. Mostly, Da Xing just rolled his eyes, especially when Zhao Yunlan went into more detail about that one thing. And then, as suddenly as they started, the abduction stopped. A week passed. A month. Two months. Three. Zhao Yunlan checked the calendar on his phone, checked himself in the bathroom mirror, looking for strange small scars, unusual marks, stared at the bloodshot eyes of his reflection, and wondered if, maybe, that memory trick was working on him after all. But when he lay in bed, watching his alarm clock, he could see the minutes tick by, one by one, until dawn. Never any missing time. Six months. And that weekend, Zhao Yunlan spent the day driving, out to the mountains. He took a ski lift up to the lodge near the top of Tomorrow Mountain, then hiked the rest of the way up. It was late afternoon when he started, fully dark when he reached the summit. It was below freezing, and the stars were clear in the late autumn sky. Glinting diamonds set in the velvet firmament. The Milky Way arched overhead like a white water river through the sky's crystal canyon. Zhao Yunlan tipped back his head to that bow of stars. Hey! he shouted into the wind. I'm here! He spread his arms wide, standing like a cross on the mountaintop, and waited until he heard the humming in the roots of his teeth vibrating his jaw. The radiance of the stars was blotted out by a staggeringly dark brilliance, an unearthly array of lights and colors that the human eye could only barely perceive, that multiplied until they filled the sky over the mountain. Then, Zhao Yunlan was pulled aloft, his boots lifting from the rocky ground as he rose into the air, up and up, ascending. Even if he were afraid, he couldn't have struggled, couldn't even have started hyperventilating. Every muscle in his body was stopped, even his diaphragm. But his lungs didn't ache from the lack of air, as if the light around him were so rich in oxygen that he could breathe through his eyes. He wasn't scared anyway. Hadn't been for a good long time. He knew there was nothing to fear, even as he was drawn into the sleek, shining belly of the spacecraft. When the paralysis field released him, Zhao Yunlan was lying on a metal table, in the center of a circle of glaring white light. The air was cool and dry, raising goosebumps on his naked skin, his clothes stripped away. Beyond the light, Difficult to see, even when he squinted, there would be shadowy, hooded figures milling about, wielding instruments that gleamed silver when they caught the light. Well, sometimes there were figures. Now there was just one, standing at the edge of the spotlight. When Zhao Yunlan raised his head and gave that hooded silhouette a long, anticipatory look, the figure stepped forward into the circle of light. 
Zhao Yunlan, what were you doing? said the black-cloaked being. Zhao Yunlan smirked at the mild annoyance threaded through that gentle voice. Thought it was pretty obvious, he said. It's almost winter, his alien captor said. The frustrated tone was gaining a familiarly harried edge of worry. You could have gotten hypothermia. Well, I looked into flights to Wyoming, but it was out of my budget, Zhao Yunlan said. And I figured this was the tallest mountain in the area, so even if it wasn't Devil's Tower, it would still make an impression. He cocked his head at the alien, nodding at his masked face. Come on, take that off. You know I still remember exactly what you look like under there. The alien sighed, reached up and pushed back his hood, removed the mask. Underneath, his face was as astonishing as the first time Zhao Yunlan had accidentally glimpsed it. He'd seen the pictures, after all, read all the random accounts from around the world. The pale complexion, that was expected, and the enormous black eyes— but not the impossibly long lashes framing those eyes, nor those peach-blossom lips, or the elegantly bridged nose, or the high curve of those perfect cheekbones. It took Zhao Yunlan's breath away, made his mind go blank like the spaceship's paralysis field never could. You know, I checked after the last time. Zhao Yunlan said. Went and had a full scan, and I threatened to cut Lin Xing's bonus if he didn't tell me every single detail. But there was nothing anymore. Not a teensy tiny bit of metal of an unknown alloy under my skin. No hint of mysteriously regular scarring on any of my internal organs. Every lobe of my brain lit up like normal. I couldn't bear it any longer the alien said, sounding wretched and ashamed. What we, my people, what I was doing to you. It was wrong, even in the name of supposedly peaceful observation. You're sentient beings, after all, however fragile and endangered. And you, you of anyone, if it's wrong, then I don't want to be right. Zhao Yunlan interrupted. The alien stared at him with those sinfully huge black eyes. What? I mean, I didn't sign up for this originally, but I didn't sign up to quit either. Zhao Yunlan stretched, draped himself out across the metal table, it was, oddly, much softer than it looked, the liquid alloy molding to his nude body like quality memory film. Besides, all that observation, but you never got to the good part. The alien was still staring, even as he took a step nearer, and Zhao Yunlan winked at him, rolled over onto his stomach and shimmied his hips and saw the alien take another step closer, as if he were being drawn by the same inexorable tractor beam that had pulled Zhao Yunlan up into his ship. 
Zhao Yunlan grinned and extended his hand. Come on, Heilauge, he said. Probe me. The end. Thank you for listening. Ah! A delight. Oh, Shao Yunlan. He's so what? What a fucking... Oh, my God. I love them. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs>